on the count of three, I want you to do the opening. If you don't mind, three, two, one. Today on Tuned In, Lowriders at the Library. Thanks for listening to the San Antonio Library's podcast, Tuned In. This podcast is made possible by a generous donation from the San Antonio Public Library Foundation. Everyone here is on Tuned In today is an employee of the San Antonio Public Library, also known as SAPL. Before we get to that, we've got a few calendar events on what's going on at SAPL. Art by Cuban artist Yuri Martinez Ramos is at the Encino Branch Library until May 3rd. Paintings by Karen Schaffenberger are on display at the Las Palmas Branch Library until March 31st. A felting exhibit at the Forest Hills Branch Library shows how raw fibers are turned into fabric fabric, until March 23rd. Find these events and more by going to mysapple.org and clicking on the events calendar. All right, hey everyone, let's go around and introduce ourselves and mention one of our favorite pop culture cars. Well, my name's Hondo and I really like Herbie. Huge fan of Herbie. Uh, it's, a, it's great when playing Punch Bug and every once in a while I see a Herbie driving around San Antonio. Uh, that's actually a really great choice. I am Raquel and my car of choice is um, known as Eleanor from Gone in 60 Seconds. Uh, just super sleek, nice. super muscle car, just in love with it. Well, hi, I'm Emma. Um, My favorite pop culture car would be the Volkswagen Beach Bomb Wagon, the Hot Wheels edition. Um, So the 1969 uh, version, only two pink ones were made, and they're valued at about $125,000 at auction now. With zero maintenance. Uh, Wait, wait, the car that the Hot Wheels was based on? The Hot Wheels car itself. The Hot Wheels car itself. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Well, my name is Dan, and um, well, I don't know. This is a tough question for me. Uh, being that I was a, a kid that played with Transformers and GoBots, I was my natural inclination was to pro- proclaim one of those, uh, one of the many Transformers or one of the many GoBots is one of my favorites. But I think, honestly and truly, when I think back uh, on it, my favorite pop culture car has got to be Kit from Knight Rider. Oh, nice. Yes. Uh, yeah, good old uh, Pontiac Trans Am. Uh, there was a uh, I saw one at a comic book convention one time that somebody had put together uh, with a little flashing light and a little uh, kit display on the inside which is really really cool yeah but yeah so that's that's my that's my car if I'd be driving around in anything turbo boost on that one turbo boost total turbo boost (laughs) right into the back of the moving semi and everything (laughs) ah love it all right well Besides talking about Transformers and uh, Hot Wheels, <laughs> we're here to talk about Lowriders. So, um, Emma, uh, <laughs> what's the deal on the Lowriders at the library? Well, we're uh, coming up upon a very fun event here at Central Library. The Lowbrary Car Show is a free public event that will take place uh, at Central Library on Saturday, March 16th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. We'll be taking over the Central Library parking garage, uh, so you can find us on the top floor for a low and slow day of car culture, music, and fun. That sounds awesome. That really does sound great. So um, is, this, uh, is this an event that, so are you guys still uh, accepting p- uh, participants or have all the participants already been squared away and now you're just uh, 
Uh, can anybody come? Like, if I decide, hey man, I want to bring my lowrider to this. Can can I can I just like roll on in or? Well, we do have um, some space limitations uh, due to you know the location and us uh, being on the top floor, and we want to make it a safe experience for everyone too. Right. Uh, so we do ask that if you want to join us, that you sign up uh, ahead of time. Uh, just let us know that you'll be attending and that your car be parked by 11 a.m. on the day of the event, and that you would stay for the duration of the event, just so that we don't have cars moving while people are exploring. Uh, and checking out the different activities. Uh, but if you're interested in signing up, you can contact my co-organizer, Steven Barrera. He's over at Pan Am Library. Um, you can call him at 210-207-9150, and he can get you all the information you need to uh, sign up and make sure you have access to the event space the day of the event. Sounds that sounds great. great. Yeah. Um, is there a deadline? Do they have to do it by a certain date, or are you not? Did Steven is the contact person? Steven will let you know the deadline. Okay. He'll have more information. Um, regarding uh, how many spaces we still have available. Right. Um, and especially if you're with a car club and have multiple vehicles that right. you want to bring, um, make sure you contact Steven. Okay, sounds good. So you mentioned there was going to be some activities uh, around the the car show itself. What, what kind of activities can people look forward to? Uh, is it kid friendly? We want families out? What 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 is the experience gonna look like? So um, lowriders are just one aspect of the greater Chicano community. Um, so we really want to pay respect to different aspects of this car culture. So we right. will have a Chicano art exhibit going on uh, that's uh, cool. outdoors. Uh, so you'll be able to uh, peruse about 10 local artists that will have their uh, art not only on display, but some of them will also have uh, items available for sale that day. Oh, um, we will have poets. Um, we will also have uh, local DJs playing some lowrider oldies. Nice. So you'll really be nice. able to get into the spirit. Uh, and of course, this is uh, a great family event um, and a great opportunity to share one cultural tradition uh, with the next generation. So definitely bring out the kids. We'll have uh, come and go crafts available for them. Oh, fun. Um, so it'll be a really fun day. We'll have 50 or so cars on display. Wow, wow that's uh, plus impressive. Plus some um, lowrider bikes as well. Oh, cool. Uh, so yeah. you'll nice. have a really good full experience um, on March 16th. So, you, you know, the uh, lowrider oldies, of course, that brings up the song <laughs> by War. Right? Well, okay, so hold on a second before we go uh, any further with that. So I, I, we, we, and we had put together a question um, asking to, uh, and we'll do this. We're going to do that anyways. But what I discovered is when the guys recorded the song Lowrider, they actually didn't have the rights to the name War. And ah. so they don't. I mean, you still see it, like, if they're listed, like, in an anthology and stuff, but they don't, like, record, because apparently they're still, like, out there mm -hmm. uh, under that name anymore. They, uh, they In fact, their website is The Lowrider Band. Um, <laughs> because Yeah, funny. because they can't, they can't do that. So, but, so riffing off of that, one of the questions that we had kind of put, put together here is, what's the best song to listen to while writing in your lowrider that is not lowrider by war? So it brings up a low and slow cruising show. Uh, for whatever reason, I, I think of Kona 101 because of that. Ah, and, uh, yes. uh, you know, from what they've played, uh, I think a San Antonio favorite, at least, uh, might be uh, the Purify Brothers and I'm Your Puppet. Oh, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah that's for a sure. Good one. Raquel? I, honestly, for me, I would, anything Santana would be great to cruise to. So, Emma? Uh, well, if we're looking at, uh, 
you know, the lowrider oldies genre. I chose Groovin by the Rascals. Oh, nice. Ah. Oh, that's Perfect. a good one. Perfect. But I kind of came up in the early 90s. And mm-hmm. so um, in the Bay Area, I was thinking uh, Regulate. Ah, that's a good one. That's uh, a good so one. that might work, too, for your low and slow day. Sounds good. Well, I would definitely go with anything, absolutely anything, by Sunny and the Sunliners. Ah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got to have it. Yeah, you got to have it. So uh, we... What are the food prospects at the Lowberry event? So we will have food trucks available um, with food for purchase, but we also have that good old Sapple made popcorn. Ah. So everyone will uh, have access to something to munch on that day. That's uh, awesome. So definitely bring some pocket change if you want to um, check out the food trucks. That's sure. great. Do we have? Do we know what the lineup is? Or Not yet. Okay, cool. Uh, so it's evolving. It's evolving. Okay. I hope there's tacos. <laughs> Uh, well, last uh, this is actually the second time we attempt to organize this event. Last time we got rained out, unfortunately. Ah, so yes. we're, we're hoping for better weather. But last time we had a nice lineup of taco vendors, a barbecue food truck, and then also a raspa truck. So ah, hopefully we're, we'll perfect. have the same nice. uh, variety available. Sounds great. So Lowriders, um, I, I shared a personal memory uh, before we started. Um, and I, I can certainly share that one again, uh, but that's the next question that we want to ask is, do you have any personal memories, any fond experiences related to lowriders, Emma? Well, um, I grew up the most of my life in the Midwest, but I was actually born in the Bay Area. Sure. Um, so the beginning of my life was um, a lot of interaction with car culture, mostly through my uncle. Mm-hmm. Um, so he would always be outdoors working on his car um, and seeing a lot of the, the cars that were available in the region at the time. I, I, would, I moved back when I was 14 to the Bay Area. Sure. And around that time, it was the ghost ride and the whip, <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> a really big thing. So you would see people um, bringing out their cars um, and opening the doors and just letting it drive itself (laughs) not the most street legal thing um, but that's one of my memories growing up um that was really fond of and and, you know just seeing that reinterpretation of car culture and lowrider culture um through as the years pass um and then you know living in in indiana for the most part he's on nascar (laughs) a lot so always been cars around um it's always been a lot of fun Raquel, any uh, good lowrider memories? Well, I mean, growing up in the Valley, I'm, I'm from a not-too-big town called Edinburgh, but mm-hmm. uh, we would go to the neighboring, neighboring city um, to go cruising on 10th Street. That's what everybody did. Cool. And you got to see the cars with the lights underneath them, you know, the fancy rims, the low and slow, some really thumping their base. Everybody, yeah. you know, it was different for everybody. But I always enjoyed um, going to the car shows that they had in the middle of town. And as my, when I had my kids, uh, they now actually enjoy it a lot as well. It's funny that my my children took after me. They sure. They like you know, old muscle cars, mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, yeah, the Fast and the Furious kind of went <laughs> through a phase, and, you know, it's it's phased out a bit more, but we are definitely into the older style vehicle that's more durable and just kind of stands for something, sure. and just seeing them always brings, I, I just, I'm in awe when I see them in the street, I just want to take pictures, but, you know, it's probably not safe while I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably not. 
Hondo, any good lowrider memories for you? No, brother? no, uh, I'd say not really. Except uh, you know, I did have an aunt who had a really nice Chevy Impala. It was oh, not, yeah, it, it was, but it was a standard, you know. Sure, Chevy but those are still a, really nice yeah. cars. Oh yeah, I mean those are. That's uh, we had a Chevy Impala station wagon when I was a kid growing up, and that thing was a monster. It was mm-hmm. a big old boat, but it had some just really elegant lines to it. Yes. I mean it was a, a it was a, a, a strangely aesthetically pleasing vehicle for being this massive people mover. Oh yeah, the stylings on those cars are amazing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, two pop culture things that really stick out for lowriders, the appearance in the music video for Born in East LA, which <laughs> ah. I probably saw a hundred times. Sure. And Love that movie. the appearance of the lowrider from Pedro's Cousins in Napoleon Dynamite. Oh yeah. Ah, yes. Brief appearance, but it was amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so mine. Uh, when I was a kid, we used to go. Uh, there was a uh, there's an artificial lake in El Paso where I grew up, um, and that artificial lake was just kind of like the epicenter of the local car culture. People would go because you could drive all the way around the lake. Right. There was a park that was attached to it, uh, and so on the weekends, a bunch of guys. I don't even know if they were like in an organized car club or anything, but they would just drive their cars around the right. circle around the lake and then park. And so you had, you know, this uh, little sort of pop-up display of lowriders just kind of cruising around. And, you know, it was it was fun to just kind of hang around and see, you know, see the cars and the style and the uh, the features that they would, you know, that they would uh, do the customized detailing, Mm -hmm. the artwork, everything, everything polished, super chrome, like mirrored chrome you could see yourself in. And I remember being really, really impressed as a kid. And then. One year, uh, when I was about 13, 14 years old, went to go visit family in Los Angeles. And my cousins over there were like, hey, there's going to be a car show this weekend. Do you want to go check it out? And I thought, well, yeah, I'm not a huge car fan, but I thought, well, why not? You know, we're, we're on vacation. We're out here having a good time. Let's let's go check it out. So we went to this most absolutely impressive display of lowriders that I've ever seen in my entire life. All of them lined up on a city block. I mean, there was just a ton of cars side by side and just so much like it was just such a visually impressive thing for all these cars to be you know just kind of hanging out there everybody there was this really like social uh atmosphere everybody was just like really into it and talking about their vehicles and you know you just can't help but sort of get swept up into that that kind of you're right it yeah you really do get swept up and you see i mean all ages yeah. From grandparents to the grandbabies running around around the cars and whatnot, and some of them have their little chairs set up in front of it, and people want to be taking pictures with other people's cars. You know, it's sure. just it's a big to do. I, I love the environment, how um, everything just so open, and everybody's willing to share what they what they have and what they've done with their vehicle. It's really cool. It's a, it is it's an expression of what I guess what would now be considered a, a, almost like a geek culture. Right. Uh, you know, because that's the enthusiasm, the fandom. Uh, it's just that it's not about a movie or a um, television series. It's about a car or, or exactly. a type of car. And you actually uh, you see some vehicles that are kind of fashioned after vehicles that they've seen in oh, the absolutely. movies. Or they have a, you know, a, a motif of, you know, Star Wars or whatever on it, sure. and you would never think you'd see something like that, but it looks really cool. The, the paint jobs are amazing sometimes. So. Well, I think Emma pointed it out uh, in one of her answers to one of our questions. Uh, she just mentioned that this is a good way to transmit the culture to the next generation. And so when you do have sort of these family-inclusive programmings, uh, programs, 
you get the opportunity to show kids, you know, the next generation, these are the things that are of interest, that are of value to us. And then hopefully they take that and they share it with their kids and you just kind of keep right. the culture going yeah. like that. So we know there's going to be food trucks. We don't necessarily know what kind of food trucks, but we do have one final question for you, Emma. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that question is, while you are riding in your low rider, is it preferable to eat tacos or burritos? Well, I would generally say to avoid eating anything to save your car's <laughs> interior. Hey, that's uh, my answer but, to you. Um, if you would have to eat anything in the low rider, I would go for a burrito just because they're a little bit neater. <laughs> you won't have as many sauces and salsas in the air. Yes, exactly. Uh, and you'll have it all nicely packaged in your tortilla. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as a California Mexican, <laughs> we have a soft spot for the burrito. So. Ah. So, no, go I'm ahead. sorry. Go ahead, Raquel. I'm a taco girl myself. You know, you just have to learn how to cook the tacos in and make sure nothing falls up. So, yeah, I'm a taco girl myself. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's it's too messy to eat in the car. You know, that's so it's funny because it's when risky. we when we floated the question just as kind of like a draft, Raquel immediately was like, "You don't need an auto rider. You just don't do it. You right. get stuff on the nobody, no self-respecting uh, car owner is going to do that because then you'll get something on the upholstery." And she's absolutely right. Um, but still, I, I, I mean, I, I have to agree with Emma. I would go for the burrito. There's a little bit more control going yeah. on there. Everything can be wrapped up in such a way where you can really just kind of, you know, yeah. not make a ginormous mess. Right, uh, right. But if you know how to cup that taco. But also keep in mind, you're talking about a Texas taco. Like those tortillas are huge. Like the little, oh, no, the no. little tiny, like corn No, I'm one. talking about street tacos. You're talking about the street yeah. ones? Yeah, a can't. street taco. No. With, I have small hands, but I can still manage to cup it without spilling anything. I think with the, next with, level skills. <laughs> with the street taco, I think it's all about the pinch. Yeah, you the just, pinch. You, just, the, yeah. you pinch it at the end, and then, yeah, yeah. Then you've got everything pretty pretty well controlled. But yes, for convenience, a burrito is more. But I'm a, I'm a Texas girl, and I'm all about the tacos. <laughs> but which is why it's important to have that food truck around. Exactly. So you can park really 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 close to that Exa- food truck that's <laughs> it's just brilliant exactly. or follow them around <laughs> is there anything else that you wanted to mention emma anything any other details that we maybe skipped about the library or anything any other just anything else that you want to say uh well we just really want to invite everyone out to join us uh, on march 16th this is a great opportunity like i said to share a piece of cultural tradition with the next generation um you know, for the most part, a lot of these types of things are not captured in the written word, and it's hard to find perhaps right. as many books uh, regarding this topic. Sure. Um, or we're limited in how we're reflected in movies, even. Um, so, if you have the opportunity to bring your family out uh, to authentically experience uh, this at your local public library, definitely we encourage you to do so. And you can meet some real car owners, uh, see the cars in real life. Um, and participate in different activities with your library. So we really want to encourage everyone to come and join us. Sounds great. Awesome. I know I'll be there. And uh, going from the books, next time that you're in a library, be sure to ask a library employee for either books or videos or archived newspaper articles, mm-hmm. because looking at the newspaper articles from the 70s and earlier is was kind of uh, interesting when preparing for this episode. Right, and you can also get your CDs to play in the car while you're cruising. That's True. right. Oh, perfect. Yeah. All right. Um, by the way, will, Emma, will your Hot Wheel be there? 
It will not. Okay. I, I cannot afford that Hot Wheel. <laughs> but I can dream in the future. <laughs> but if you had the Hot Wheel, maintenance would be quite price, easy, right? yes. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. I hear it doesn't use much gas. It does not. <laughs> all right, thank you for listening to the San Antonio Public Library's podcast, Tuned In. Our sound engineers today are Daniel Gonzalez and Dan Garcia. Keep cruising. Hey, thanks for listening. And get connected on mysapple.org with Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Snapchat, Pinterest, Flickr, Instagram, and follow Tuned In on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music.